Hello, and welcome to the Meltdown City Podcast. I'm Nicole. And I'm Allie. This podcast is about getting unstuck out of your comfort zone and changing things up, all while not taking yourself too seriously, or us either. Come laugh, get inspired, and have fun. Thanks for listening. Well, hi. Hi, honey. How are you, Allie? Oh my God. I'm good. How are you? I'm good. It's good. good. Nice to see you. Nice to see you too. You just got back from Mexico. I did. Mexico. Mexico. How was it? Oh, it was amazing. I mean, of course, it was amazing. It was the first part of the trip was felt mm-hmm. more of like a work trip, mm-hmm. even though I learned a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, Tell us about your retreat. Oh, oh my God. It was amazing. Like, you know, it was amazing to be involved. I, you know, I was part of the, oh man, we're going to talk about self-doubt today. So maybe I'll segue in all this stuff later. Why? Because, oh, because you had it. Yeah, had I had, I had some major self-doubt. self-doubt. Yeah. There, being mm-hmm. there, feeling like an imposter, like who the fuck mm-hmm. am I to be there, whatever. Mm-hmm. So the first part was in Puerto Vallarta, Nicole Kupchik's retreat, nurse mm-hmm. retreat, the first ever nurse retreat she did Mm -hmm. and you know this is what I want to do right yeah and so in a slightly different way but um and everybody loved it and it was at a beautiful location it was sort of the morning was four hours of education and then the afternoon was free and then there was an evening jeopardy game where you could do and learn more um about nursing and get um continuing education credits and then the last part of the trip and that was just an amazing professional experience for me, amazing personal experience. Um, and then um, Rob and I went up to Sayulita after that. And I was really grateful just to have those couple days um, mm-hmm. to kind of unwind and process everything. So yeah, it was super great. Well, welcome home. Thank you. I came home, got a little cold. Uh, cold yeah. in my body and cold in my nose. Yeah. Because <laughs> the weather was, you know, you know how it is here. Yeah. But um, that was incredible just to be a part of it. And it's going to, you know, it was so successful for her that she's going to do it again next year, mm-hmm. in 2021. Same time, same weekend. So anybody who's interested. It, was it like a three-day? It was a four-night, three-day cool. thing. Um. Yeah, if you are interested, you should go to NicoleKupchikConsulting.com mm-hmm. and check out her information there. If you want to take her courses, they're amazing. She's an incredible uh, clinician and instructor, but she'll be doing state, you know, follow up what she's up to because she's going to do this again next year. Nice. So, yeah, Congratulations I like- on stepping outside your comfort zone, walking through that door. Oh my God! Door Walk, I know the I door saw that your Instagram post. <laughs> Walking, th- yeah. You know what I feel like is I'm gonna try not to get emotional about it. Yeah. Um, what I feel like is, you know, uh, Nicole Kupchik reached down to me and pulled me up. You mm-hmm. know, professionally. And yeah. Like, that's huge. It's huge when someone does that for you, right? Yeah. yeah. All you need sometimes is someone, just someone, to believe in you. Yeah. I'm fucking, I'm going to cry. <laughs> I'm, well, that's good to cry because that's sweet and emotional and nice. And the same thing happened to me at work, you know, when really? I first started at Kaiser. Yeah. I mean, you're kind of like a brand new leader in an organization. And until somebody like lets you speak up in a meeting to say what you yeah. say, like, yeah. it's like, they like kind of relinquish and they're like, I'm going to hand over the reins to you right now. And it's just like such a sweet, like 
feeling of, of knowing that someone believes that you're going to say the right thing and yeah. it's okay to turn this over to you. And, you know, I'm going to help you grow by allowing you a moment to even just like have the floor and have the space. Yeah. yeah and have yeah. the space to grow. And that's so great. It I'm was amazing for you. It was an amazing experience. Yay. Yes. And we'll see fingers crossed that I'll be involved next year. It would be super cool. Mm-hmm. Who knows? You know, I'm going to just say that I don't have control over that. Mm-hmm. I mean, we don't have control over anything. Right. Yeah. So, we'll just see what happens yeah but it was amazing to be a part of her first ever nurses retreat yeah and I feel like everything aligned at the right time yeah so good for you anyway it was great nice oh my god how are you what's up with you good um good (laughs) fine um it's been a weird January. You know, there's been so many things that are just a little darker than I would have liked. You know, like I had uh, two days of a memorial for a friend of mine who passed away. Um, Kobe Bryant died yesterday, mm-hmm. tragically and untimely, mm-hmm. which I thought was just ugh, so freaking sad. And I cried and, you know, um, that happened. And then... Um, you know, I'm doing, all, I'm doing some self-discovery and some... You know, figuring out um, what, how I want to navigate this work uncertainty. Right. So, but that's been kind of fun and exciting. So that hasn't been the, the hard yeah. part. It's just been kind of, I've been really going with the flow and um, enjoying myself, actually. Good. Which is kind of a good way to look at uncertainty, you know, because it doesn't feel hard and it doesn't, it feels like a lot of extra work. Mm-hmm. But it actually feels kind of fun and exciting, mm-hmm. you know, just to be like, hmm, how am I going to maintain my livelihood? But at the same time, you know, always thinking about like retiring in 10 years yeah. and your side hustle and yeah. how you can do all these other things. And so, I don't know. I think it's been good. Things mm. have been great with me. Mm. It's great that you, well, I mean, you said you you know, you went to that memorial and you had two days to process oh, yeah, that. Stuff. Yeah, and then I also spoke at the memorial, and that was that was a little one of those self doubt moments where you're like, "Oh my gosh, look at this audience! This audience looks different from me." And then, you know, mm-hmm. um, am I going to be able to do this? And then it was really just all about anticipation. Yeah, because when I got up there, I didn't even like stutter or breathe too hard or go too fast. I, I just kind of all came kind of naturally. Granted, I was reading off a piece of paper, but still, anytime yeah. I think you get up in front of an audience, you're always yeah. concerned what people are going to think, but there was not a dry eye in the house. So, and oh. it was a perfect memorial. Like it couldn't have been any better. There was lots of amazing people who spoke and mm-hmm. it was fun and uh, it was exactly what he would have wanted. So I was super happy to be a part of it. Yeah. Well, it's amazing that you were able to do that. And yeah, it was. Honor him. I felt privileged. To Kyle? Yeah. I felt privileged to have met his family after all these years, and I'll probably still maintain a relationship with his mom. That's meaningful to her. Yeah. I That'll think she wished she would have known some of his friends a lot earlier. Yeah. So that we could have maybe done... I mean... There's always just that that rabbit hole of yeah. what you could have, should have, would have done differently. Yeah. yeah. So I'm not going there, and neither should she or anyone else because there's we have no control over that now. Nope. No. Nope. So anyway, past is in the past. 
just vibrating with the <laughs> universe. Um, vibrating. <laughs> speaking of vibrating in the universe, can we read? Uh, we got. Oh my god! Positive feedback. Yeah, we did. Actually, we got. Um, someone heard our call to action. Mm. Which was thank you. Write a review. Thank Hell you. Yeah. Thank Woo. you, Sunga. Thank you so much. And she's going to be on the show. She is going to be on the show. Yeah. Do, should we read what her? Do you want me to read it? Do you want to read it? Can you read it? Because I'm drinking my Coke. Yeah. <laughs> I want to drink my Coke. You know, wet my whistle. This is so nice. Sunga says, I've been listening from the beginning and look forward to each new episode. The co-hosts are open and honest about their journeys to figure out what comes next in their lives. They bring on great guests and talk about mindfulness, entrepreneurship, travel health, mental and physical family, and anything else that comes up. Their stories are funny and poignant and inspiring. I credit them in part for getting me on track with the daily meditation practice. Woohoo! She says, says, peace out. Peace out, too, Sunga. Yeah. Sunga. Good job, Sunga. Good job on that meditation. Fuck yeah. Oh. So good for you. <laughs> yeah, it is, so actually. So good for you. It is. There's so many, many positive impacts. Yeah. That it can have on your life. So, kudos. Good. All right. Oh. Meltdown. Meltdown moment. <laughs> I'm going to let you start. Well, mine is sort of funny because, um, okay, this involves travel. This involves me and Rob going to Mexico. Uh-huh. And I I never, ever check my bag. I never check my bag. That's not what we do. Rob doesn't either. Like, mm-hmm. And it's kind of a thing. Yeah. Um, and so I was like, you having, just store it in the overhead. Yeah. Yeah. And so I was having, um, a thing about it. Cause I was like, I was bringing too much stuff that I would normally bring, I was bringing more stuff. Cause this was kind of a work related thing. Yeah. And I was like, I'm going to just have to check my bag. I'm just going to have to check my bag. Um, but I had anxiety about it. And he was like, don't, you don't need to check your bag. Just put them on the plane. Like, it's fine. Like, you know, yeah. we were just kind of having this, like, and he was getting real, like, at me for wanting to check my bag. Mm-hmm. And, and I really was like, oh, dude, I have too much stuff. And I'm a rule follower. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I was imagining that if I took all my shit on the plane, I would have way too much stuff. And they would be like, what are you? Who are you? You know, whatever. <laughs> like, just right. call me out on it. Yeah. So... Anyway, I'm like, fuck it, fine. Rob, do your thing. I'm gonna check my goddamn bag. Uh huh. Our flight oh, attendant. You're such a rule follower, and so am I. <laughs> and I, P- BT Dubs, I put my laptop in my. Oh shit! In my bag, in my it's checked to bag. To get checked. Oh uh-huh. my god. Then we get on the plane, and then it gets uh, delayed before mechanical work. And guess what? We all have to get off the plane, wait two hours, and get on a different. Plane. So who knows what's happening to our the bags? The, the bags. Oh my god. BT dubs. BT so, <laughs> so um I end up we ended up whatever. I got the bag and um I we get to the hotel mm-hmm. and my laptop's stolen out of my bag. Shut up. Anyway, so like I mean Rob was just like, see? See? <gasps> no! <laughs> no! He did not pour salt in the wound. What a turd! I cannot believe that, dude. Rob, well, not cool. <laughs> not cool at all. So, anyway, it was a- <laughs> You deserved it. I did. Bad decision. So, anyway, 
that resulted in um, me not having a laptop while we were down there, and then I couldn't do any editing on the podcast. So, apologies for last week where you heard me in there, whatever, <laughs> talking, talking, not when Rob was talking, you know, anyway, I should have cut that out, but I didn't have the ability to. So, whatever. Poor you. But anyway, that, sucks. that laptop was falling. To pieces anyway, but mm-hmm. I'm I'm didn't have any passwords on that laptop. Mm-hmm. I didn't, you know. So yeah, luckily I have most of those things that were on it, like saved to like a Google Drive or good for you. my OneDrive. So you know I can get some of that stuff. But who knows? There's lost episodes that are on that oh, on that yeah. computer. I wonder if someone in Mexico is listening. I'm to sure. Her. I'm sure there are lots yeah. of you. Yeah. <laughs> First thing they're gonna look up. No. So anyway, it was yeah. Well, it, shit. Did you get a new computer though? I You're did. Go yesterday. Yeah, I did. I got a new computer. Ooh, it I doesn't like work computer. with our podcast equipment, so oh, I'm gonna have to start. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, are you serious? Yes. Do you just want to return it and get one that's more compatible? No, it's the fact that we. Sorry, guys. This is <laughs> this is podcast equipment time. Talk. Talk. Yeah. <laughs> this is tech talk. <laughs> A new segment. <laughs> new segment. <laughs> Where we bitch about how we can't figure out how to do it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, the mixer <laughs> is not compatible. Oh. Okay. It's an old fucking mixer. So, mm. what are you going to do? Yeah. So, we're back to the original okay. days of recording on the iPhone. Yes, we are. Right yep. on the bed. Uh huh. I'm like, are we recording? Thank God we are. Okay. Okay, right. what was your meltdown? I don't really kind of have a specific one. I, I can just talk generally about how, like, my kids are fighting constantly all the time and, like, just needling each other and bullying each other and how many, how many I hate yous are being shared and things like that. Um, Who's the instigator? All of them. They all have their moments. And they would really appreciate me saying that because they always think that they're the one getting singled out and in trouble. Mm. But really, all of them are. <clears throat> and I do it, too. Um, I mean, like, I'm not... <laughs> You're not dishing fights. out IP use? <laughs> or that. <laughs> but, I mean, it's hard to just... I just feel like I'm on edge around them lately because they're so... <sighs> hard to be around. I think it's hard to be around... Live in a household of five people. Yeah. It's hard to be in the right mood all the time. Yeah. It's hard to, you know, do the right thing all the time. So we end up fighting a lot. But, and I just get tired of freaking, you know, you know, putting them on disciplining them or whatever. And I know that there's many strategies that I could use, but lately it's just, I'm sick and tired of it. And they just want to take their tech time away and just, like, punish them and teach them how to get along right. And let them figure out their own problems, you know? Right. Like, just handle it yourself and don't involve me or your dad. We're sick and tired of it. Is it, like, space-related? Like, what, were, what are it's the... It's sharing. Yeah. It's sharing toys and the way they talk to each other. Like, the tone and the sincerity of the apology and, the, and just the attitude... It's just like a lot of attitude, you know. So. Knock so off it's the two not, dudes. Yeah, it's not like one meltdown. It's just a big, long, general, like ball of <laughs> ball of meltdown. Yeah, it's continuous. 
Ridiculous. But I don't know. It's not that bad, though. I mean, <clears throat> I think the weather has a lot to do with it. The fact that yes. we're inside, we haven't been able to go outside. You know. Yeah, totally. I mean, we're out, we're having fun outside when we're playing in the snow out by my mom's house. Mm-hmm. That's pretty fun, but you know, regular stuff. I wish I had a like a really good meltdown moment though, but maybe next time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll work on it. We'll work on it. All right, write, write that sure down. Um, side note: I've also been these animals of mine. The my kids here mm-hmm. at the ha- at the humble Johnson house <sighs> are having a lot of pee pee pot- <laughs> potty problems, which drive me crazy. Like right now. I'm doing laundry because I just saw Rufus just lift his leg and take a whiz on my pillow. It's <laughs> like, Rufus, what the heck, dude? You're getting old. You're getting tired. Jesus. Yeah, you, you know you're not the only person with animal urination problems. Like, my cat's always doing that weird kind of stuff. So I was actually happy to hear that that happens to you all the time, too. <laughs> Sorry, misery loves company. I've got three elderly animals. Two cats are 15 and Rufus is 12. You know? Yeah. It's just what's going to happen. Yep. He's going to be urinate on whatever pillow. Everyone's going to get a diaper. God yep. damn it. But I still love them just as much. So it just, you know, temporarily frustrates me. Yes. But how lucky am I that I have a dryer, a washer and a dryer, and I can Hell yeah. clean my stuff like right away. So anyway, that's, I'm going to turn that around. Okay. You want to talk about self-doubt? Yeah. Let's talk about it. Do you ever have it? Yeah. Same. I think, I think it's something that we all struggle with. Yeah. And I realized and I learned after thinking about and learning about this topic that, um, our brains are like genetically hardwired to keep us safe. Yeah. So that it's hard to get out of your comfort zone and take risks and do do new things. So it's yeah. kind of one of those things where we're kind of predispositioned to like have self-doubt and be afraid and not get yeah. out of our comfort zone. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So we're kind of fighting ourselves. Mm-hmm. When do you experience it? All the time. I mean, I think do, doing new things. A lot, a lot of the time. So, like, I, yesterday, yesterday, I was just in a sea of self-doubt. I was swimming in the sea. Why yesterday? Um, because I'm, like, looking at what's coming up and um, this nurse retreat in Mexico that we're doing. Uh, I was not Mexico, excuse me, in Morocco mm-hmm. and putting that together and thinking, is this good enough? Will people come? All the, all the things, like, who am I to put this on or whatever. Yeah. So um, I thought it was a good, timely topic to bring up. So we we did a little, we read a couple different articles, and one was this one on the Positivity blog, uh-huh. called 13 Ways to Overcome Self-Doubt. Uh-huh. There's this quote that she starts off this article with. It's, oh, it's written by, or he, excuse me, Henrik Edberg, that, um, he starts off the article with it's our doubts are traitors and make us lose the good. We oft might win by fearing to attempt. That is William Shakespeare. Amazing. Anyway, I love William Shakespeare. <laughs> um, as do I, it's been, it's, someone's home. Rob's home. Hmm. Okay. Anyway, 
Um, okay, so so what do you do when you experience self doubt? So one of the things you can do is like mm-hmm. you is start paying attention to your, your thinking, right? Mm-hmm. Say stop. Yeah. And be like, okay, what am I doing? I think awareness, I think mindfulness really helps with that and being aware of our thoughts mm-hmm. so we can just kind of analyze that thought pattern and be like, okay, well, I'm not going to go mm-hmm. down that rabbit hole. Yeah, and I think that's one of the tenets of cognitive behavioral therapy too mm-hmm. is kind of the awareness of, of your patterns of thinking and mm-hmm. saying, I don't have to think about this anymore. I am going to think about something else on purpose, you know, so that yeah. you can um, just <clears throat> move off topic, mm-hmm. get something more positive. Mm-hmm. One other thing he says uh, is to look at your past and basically try to analyze, like, how many of these times that we have self-doubt, like, how often does what we think happen actually going to actually happen what are the odds right right yes right um yeah like is this actually a logical fear because you've you know like urinated and defecated on yourself in front of an audience like a hundred times before no no you've never done that (laughs) so it's an irrational fear (laughs) right you know so stop thinking about it right it's not gonna happen yeah right (laughs) What are the odds? What are the odds? But I, I did think Good about that. Else. I was literally thinking about that, especially at the memorial. I was like, I might shit my pants tonight. I feel like I might <laughs> shit my pants. Because you know when you get that, like, gurgly, like, yes. tummy turn, yes. like, five minutes before you're about ready to yeah. go public speak? That's what I was afraid of. But, again, never has happened. I've done tons of public speaking, and <laughs> never a time have, has that actually happened, so. Can't listen to that BS. I love that. That's amazing. <laughs> uh, one thing to do is to talk to somebody about your self doubts. We're talking about it right now. Yeah, we're talking you know? to a yeah ton of people. Yeah, when it. you right. So when you we have all these ideas that might pop up or our own reality is distorted. So when we verbalize it, yeah, it's very clear. Like. Somebody's going to straighten you out and tell right. you, no. That's, that's not, not going to happen. That doesn't make sense. That's not going to happen. <clears throat> yeah, that, that is really helpful. That's kind of my one thing. I bounce off almost all ideas and stuff off my friends or my family members. Yeah. <clears throat> um, don't get stuck in the comparison trap. This that is where... That, wait, sorry, what? No, go. You go. No, I was going to say that's huge. I feel like... Um, I'm not real big on social media because I would always compare myself to other people. Mm-hmm. Like on Facebook and like the vacations and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. They look really happy mm-hmm. and they're beautiful all the time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you just kind of end up feeling bad about yourself for some yeah. reason. So, yeah. Don't, I think that's totally fine and safe to um, get on social media if you can remember that it's, You know, you can't compare yourself to other people. It doesn't, it's not the right measuring stick for success. Yeah, I actually saw something on this woman. um, She's, she has a podcast called the Balanced Black Girl Podcast. And her Instagram is less, is balanced less, I think. Um, I could be wrong. But well, we couldn't uh, understand that anyway because you said it in so many different ways. Really? Yeah. <laughs> so don't worry. We definitely won't don't look it like, up. You won't be able to. Less. Right. It's the Balanced Black Girl podcast. Um, but her name is Les. Anyway, she said on her oh, okay. Instagram. But I think it's. <clears throat> I think her Instagram handle is 
at less. Fuck. Never mind. <laughs> anyway, so she has this. You're like, what the fuck was the point? Anyway, the point was right. is that there was a post that I needed to see that was like, um, all tons of people are, are out there killing it. They're just not talking about it on social media. So, oh right. You know, like um, it's a reminder for me sometimes, and I get this from. Other people, like, you need to be posting and posting and posting and posting, posting, posting about whatever this, my new businesses and all this stuff. Yeah, but, yeah, like, yeah. and I'm, like, who, I don't, I have a hard time with that. And yeah. I'm, like, who am I? But, like, that was just confirming, like, I don't need to do that all the time. Yeah. You know, I can just still be killing it. Yourself. Myself. Yeah. And killing it, too. Yeah. And yeah. Not be Gary Vaynerchuk about it. Right. Jeez. Yeah, he was like the you know, the the on the spectrum of <clears throat> be in social media all the yeah, time. Constantly. constantly just like, right. Yeah, shoving it down your throat is right. like way too much. Right. And the other part about this that I like is um don't compare yourself to others. You know, I was comparing myself to all the other speakers at this conference, you know. And all and all the personal growth and development they have and where they are and like wishing and wanting to be where they were and like thinking who am I and just really not honoring my own path, mm-hmm. you know, and not honoring where I was. And um, I was just in this comparison game and I was struggling to start doubting. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, why am I even here? Do I, am I really like, do they really want me to come to dinner with them? Like, you know, do they, like, and just, just dumb shit. Right. Yeah. I just really, anyway, I had a lot of self doubt, but power yeah. through. Yeah. Did it anyway. Good job. Um, journaling, journaling. This is a good one. Yeah. I, I don't do this. I do a gratitude journal, but I don't, do an actual journal. I think the cool thing about this one is it's just being able to allow yourself to reflect on the reality of your life. Right. You know, it's, it's kind of like that reflection you'd be searching for in another person if you're going to bounce your ideas off yeah. somebody. But it's really, if you wanted to just do that yourself, maybe you're not ready to share your ideas with somebody else. You could still keep a journal for a year and be like, or even a relationship journal, right? I mean, right. there's a lot of people who have relationship problems that are like, was I still feeling like this or was I feeling like this two years ago and still nothing's changed? You, know, right. you can look back and be like, actually, no, the behavior hasn't changed and I still feel like shit and maybe I do need to break up with, you know, mm-hmm. with my SO at this point. Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> but yeah, you, you can kind of gain clarity more easily. Mm-hmm. Next one. I love this one. Remember. People oh, yeah, don't like care. Too. Don't care that much about what you do or say, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so, right? I mean, we're yeah. all wrapped up in our goddamn oh, yeah. heads, right? Yeah. They don't really care. No one really cares. No, especially when you're public speaking too, because everyone in the audience is like m- making their grocery list and totally not <laughs> listening to you, or you know, are really caring that you know much about what you're saying. Right. Right. Got to keep that in perspective. Right. That's just helpful. I mean, hopefully you'll be like such an engaging speaker or risk taker or whatever that people would be that engaged. Yeah. Care. But if it helps you to think about it differently, you should. Right. No, it's perfect. Um, The next one was what someone said or did might not actually be about you or 
about what you think it is. So like, let's say you had somebody criticizes you and then you have some self doubt about that. It's like, well, mm-hmm. maybe the, maybe they didn't actually mean it the way that you took it. Maybe mm-hmm. you shouldn't take it personally. Right. Um, I think especially in relationships, there are so many misunderstandings and little, <laughs> this is funny. Me and a girlfriend were talking about this the other day about how Like, when you first go on dates with guys, there's, like, a 24-hour expiration date because then you're going to have to go home and take a shit and you're going to have to fart because you've been (laughs) holding it in for, like, a day. You know, like, that first date goes super well. You end up hanging out all night or whatever. But then at some point you're like, I have to fart and I'm going to be like, I have something to do and I need to leave, you know, and just play it off. You know, right? You know, or act like, right? You know, but you're never going to tell them that. No. Maybe you end up, you know, dating for five years, and then you could. But yeah. there are certain things that you just keep to yourself. Or, right. I mean, along no came illusion. Polly. Kind of reminds me of that. Remember when Ben Stiller had that terrible shit in like the Indian restaurant? I don't think and I he was saw like, that. Oh, it was, it was an older movie. Um, but. And I just think that there are certain reasons why people break up with you that you're never going to know about. And you might think it's about you. It's most likely about them. Oh, yeah. You know, like maybe they have something that they don't want to tell you about or they're ashamed of. Shame totally makes people push people away. Yes. I think. I think so, too. It's sad, but true. Yeah. Anyway, what about this one? Oh, get a boost of optimism. Yeah. So if you're feeling having a self, little self-doubt pity party, mm-hmm. do something that fills you up, mm-hmm. brings you joy. Or releases your anxiety, like going on a run. Yeah. That's great. You know, or read a book. I got, right. you know, my husband's such a good reader. But I'm reading this book, um, The Things I Know For Sure, or What I Know For Sure oh, by Oprah. Uh-huh. And when I was, like, really struggling to write this speech for the friend, I would just need moments of clarity because I would just spin on it and spin yeah. on it and be like, this sucks, he wouldn't like this, this was the truth, or whatever. Um, you had all those moments of, like, self-doubt, but I would, like, I would just get in the bath and read a book and be like, mm-hmm. everything's going to be okay. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's going to be fine. And it will come to you. Yes. Just don't. You know, push yourself too hard or yeah. whatever. Yeah. I like that, um, giving yourself a little bit of space and time to let your brain figure it out, you know? Yeah. Like, I think, you know, like nothing like a good night's sleep. Oh, yeah. To make you feel, to give you a fresh perspective yeah. and or fresh eyes. Yeah, or sex, man. Get that, get that great <laughs> orgasm. Just clean, just clean the mind. Clean it out. (laughs) Release the energy. (laughs) That's what I do. (laughs) Well, God bless you. Get a boost of optimism. You have oxytocin. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. That's amazing. Or have sex. Yep. That's a good one. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Sorry, I'm like 12 over here. Uh, see a setback as temporary. So what if something, you know, didn't go well and you are having self-doubt swirl about it? Like, whatever. Just, you're gonna, you're gonna move on and you're gonna feel better. Yeah, you are. Like, I've been, I can talk about a little bit about, um, my journey right now where I've been doing a little bit of interviewing. Uh Uh-huh. And so, it's actually been so much fun because I've really tried hard to do a good job, to be prepared, Mm -hmm. you know, for the interviews, which helps. Um, But after I, but 
I think what I didn't do well is like I I did a, like a crunch. Like I did probably too much studying last night, and mm-hmm. then my interview was this morning. I didn't give myself like two or three days to like absorb Process. and think and really retain the information. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> so. That could have probably been done a little bit better, and I didn't articulate myself quite as nicely as I would have wanted to. Mm-hmm. But I think that also when you put people in the pressure cooker setting of like an interview, you got to have a little bit of graciousness to be like, you know what? I'm sure I think that this is what they meant by that. And but there are some people who are really freaking great at interviewing, you know that that are impressive yeah. in, in in a lot of different settings. But <clears throat> when you when you walk away from something like that. That I, I don't think you can be too hard on yourself. Yeah. if you can walk away knowing that was the best I could do under those circumstances. Yeah, it's a weird circumstance. And you, sh- you should just feel proud and then just let it go mm-hmm. because it's over. Yeah. And there's no sense in worrying about it anymore. And if the universe wants you to get that job, he's going to drop, she's going to drop it in your lap. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That good old universe knows what's best. That's right. You know? Um, the next one, I can relate to this one. Sharpen your skills. So <laughs> I talked about this last week or two weeks ago mm-hmm. that like, I'm trying to become a better speaker. I want to, gonna, I'm going to Toastmasters. I want to learn more about mindfulness. I'm taking a mindfulness, um, class, um, but sharpen your skills. So mm-hmm. like, I also need to take probably a business course or some kind of small, Businesses, whatever. I need to take some kind of small business class, but mm-hmm. that's something that you can do to make your empower yourself mm-hmm. to overcome your self doubt by trying yeah. to kind of dive into your areas of weakness or areas of personal growth and build on that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Don't beat yourself up. Oh man, that goes back to we're the only humans are the only animals that will. They make a mistake. They'll just go over and 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 over. A dog won't do that. Yeah. Rufus, you won't do that. No, you just move on. Rufus, you know, pee on the pillow and he doesn't, doesn't like, feel bad about it. This is going to happen. <laughs> he doesn't feel bad. Not at, at all. all. He just goes to sleep. Yeah. You know, whereas <laughs> I would be like, oh, Jamma, why am I peeing on that pillow? Yeah. <laughs> I peed on that pillow. Something's not right here. Anyway, just don't, you know, be kind to yourself. Choose be conscious. Try to be aware of how you're talking to yourself. That's a man. That's a skill, isn't it? Oh yeah, it's a learned thing. <clears throat> yeah. And then the last one is celebrate the small wins, right? <coughs> yep. I think just get, putting yourself out there is is a win. You know, you're mm-hmm. not gonna be perfect at everything. You're not gonna. Um, we're just not perfect. No. No, and we're going to naturally, I mean, like you were saying in the very beginning, um, self-doubt is normal and natural, and, it, and you know, our egos want to keep us safe, and so, mm-hmm. you know, we're going we're to have inner dialogue that challenges us to say, well, why are you doing this, or you shouldn't be doing this, or who are you, or mm-hmm. stay in your lane, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that... Um like any like little thing to celebrate yourself like whether if you like to have a bath or a glass of wine or go out with your friends or 
Yeah. Or just pat yourself on the back and say nice things to yourself. Mm-hmm. I feel like you did a good job today. That's Allie, what Michael Strahan said. Oh, that's Allie. You did a good job today. You did a good job oh, today, too. Thanks. You sure did. What did Michael Strahan say? Oh, he was just talking about his, like, just positive self-talk and you should treat yourself as well as you do others in similar situations and... And I think that's right. You've got to be kind to yourself because we're really hard on on ourselves, our loved ones, the people closest to us. Right. I would like to know why we're hardwired to treat ourselves so badly sometimes. I don't know. Maybe it's not that we're hardwired to do it. I don't know the science behind it. Same. I don't know either. That's for another episode. That is for another episode. (laughs) Yes, it is. (laughs) (laughs) Sure is. Sorry, I just keep thinking about what you can do to make yourself feel better. You just like, have sex. That's a great way to congratulate yourself for the small win. Even just masturbate at home. You get the same thing a lot faster, most likely. Oh, and with that, I think that's all we got. That's all we got today. <laughs> Hope you had a good time listening. All right. Okay, (laughs) we'll see you next time. Bye. Peace out. Peace out. Bye. Thanks for tuning in today. Please follow us on Instagram at Meltdown City Podcast or on Facebook at Meltdown City Podcast, or you can follow us on Twitter at Meltdown City Pod. Come check out our website, MeltdownCityPodcast.com. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on wherever you listen to our podcasts. You can email us at MeltdownCityPodcast at gmail.com for any stories, suggestions, or comments, and we'll read them on the air. Thanks for listening.